When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. Mitch Marner has tied it for the Maple Leafs. It's now 3-3 against the Hurricanes with just over two minutes left in the third. Ottawa has scored a 4-1 home ice victory over the New Jersey Devils. Connor Brown gets his sixth of the season in that game. Could also mention there for the Maple Leafs, it is Austin Matthews with two goals. He's up to 31 on the season. Oilers home to the Golden Knights tomorrow. Mike Smith in net. Skinner going to back up. Koskinen's in COVID protocol. 5.30 face-off show here on 6.30. Jed and the game will start at 7. Chicago at Rogers Place on Wednesday, and then the Islanders on Friday as the Oilers come into the All-Star break with three home games in four days. Uh, and, of course, they're all right here on 630 Chet. I am pleased to catch up with this gentleman. You watched him for years on TSN. He's now started his own podcast. He is a very interesting and entertaining gentleman. Please welcome back to the show, Dan O'Toole. Dan, how are you doing? I'm great, Reed. I haven't seen you in... I don't know. Probably the last time I saw you was at Jay Onright's. Uh, that would have been. Uh, it was Your last visit to Toronto. Yes. Yeah. When I was uh, so hungover from the previous night, I asked you to split a beer with me because I knew I couldn't handle a full beer, and that did not go over well with you. I remember that. I just found it very comical. I'd never <laughs> been asked that in my you life. Didn't, you so, didn't have the full context of how, and, right. I, and I knew I was going to have more later that evening, so right. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> So when was that? 2019, probably. Uh, or 20. Probably sure. Probably. No, I don't think it would have been 19. I think it would have been yeah. 19. Yeah. But remember, you, the, the world was different then. The world was quite different. Yes, it was a lot easier to just get on a plane and go across the country, though. I guess you know some people are are doing that. Not me in the middle of the season, of course. Now you yeah. are coming to us from, are, are like I'm doing my show from the basement. Are you currently in a basement as well? Is this a all basement conversation? This is an all-basement oh. conversation. I can turn the camera here, and you can see, literally, <laughs> there's the stairs into the basement. Well, this is a that... house that was built in 1875 in beautiful Orono, Ontario, home of Stanley Cup champion Brian Bickle. Oh, nice. Okay, well, a lot of trivia there. Uh, so, okay, first of all, you have a very old house. Yes. What year, what year was it built? 1875. Now, obviously, there's been work done, I would hope. <laughs> Yeah, but if you look at these walls here, and if it's a cold one outside, the the wind just howls through the rocks. Like, uh, they didn't use a lot of insulation, and the house is double bricked, which also means poor cell phone reception. So there's a lot of drawbacks on an old house, but also at the same time, there's so much character. So we love it. Sometimes we are a bit upset with it, but not too upset because, uh, as the previous owner said, uh, I've never told my kids this. There were ghosts here. But one night, they were sitting on the couch. The basement door opened up, 
and they said a little girl walked out and and she said bye. So the ghost left. I'm like, I am never repeating that story to my no, kids. I, I think they're just messing with you, Dad. I think they're just messing with you. And I don't Hopefully. believe in ghosts, but yeah. uh, I don't know. When someone says that, I'm like, well, so they're gone? They're like, oh, yeah, it's all clear. <laughs> Well, if they said goodbye, you got to take them at their word, I suppose. That's right. If you can't trust ghosts, who can you trust? <laughs> now, do you know how many owners of the house there have been? Is that tracked at all? I should really look into that. I don't think a lot because the, the previous owners, who I'm still in touch with, a nice couple that moved to Hamilton after they bought it before them, it was abandoned for five years. And before them, a woman owned it for like 90 years. Oh, Amazing. Yeah, so okay. I think maybe I'm like the fourth or fifth owner. Since 1875. That is remarkable. Yeah. So I don't know where to find these records. I guess I have to go to City Hall. I don't know. But yeah. I should do that to, to see who used to live here. Yeah. So you have to go to the, okay, I'm going to try it. The or Orono. Orono. Yes. Which one Orono. is it? Orono. Orono. Yeah. Orono. I don't even know how to write that properly with the o -R emphasis on the syllable O. O-N-O, and it's literally Toronto without the T's. If okay. you take out the T's in Toronto, you got Orno. But how you're like at the uh, tip of east. what would be considered the GTA or uh, not even yeah. the GTA anymore? We're east. So if you leave Toronto and you head to Ottawa or Montreal, you drive past my turnoff on the 401. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. So you get a nice little community there in your... Uh, you know, relatively ancient house by Canadian standards. I mean, it's not yes. like you're in a, if you lived in England, this, you'd be living in a castle that's 2000 years old or something. And I live right on main street. I literally live <laughs> on main street. So I have a convenience store here, a general store. I've got all the conveniences of the big city. The only thing we're missing is a grocery store because it closed down uh, six years ago. And I moved here five years ago. Oh my. Okay. So you got to go to the next community then. Yeah. It's a, that's I, I always say I'm going to the big city, which is six minutes away, Newcastle. Newcastle. Okay, so there you go. Well, this is exciting. So uh, it's great to have you on the show again, and, and I'm glad that uh, life is treating you well. Tell everybody about the pod. I mean, th this must be a big podcast because mo most podcasts don't have commercials on national television. They don't even have flyers. They just go they, word of mouth. And the best thing is people think I'm paying for them, and they're like, where are you getting all this money? I'm like, I, I don't tell them. I'm like, oh, I thought I was buying one commercial. Turns out I bought a thousand. Um, but for fans of podcast, podcast, I just podcast, podcast. If you listen to Jay and I's podcast, which we started in 2009, I compare this to someone from a, a show getting a spinoff. So a character from a show getting a spinoff. So their character arc continues just in a new area. So it's kind of a continuation of Jay and I's podcast, a podcast that was about nothing. Um, so now I've started another podcast about nothing. Which is fine. Yeah. And if you're wondering, the, the, the name is Boomsies. Right. And that stems from a, a producer of ours that we had in L.A. by the name of Sean Keegan. And he'd always be in our ear if there was a big play or something, he'd say, uh, Boomsies. Or if there was someone fell on their face, he'd say, that's a Boomsies. So before this started, uh, I sent him a text. I'm like, I'm going to use that for, uh, for a podcast name. I don't think he knew the extent that I would use it, uh, that it would be in commercials <laughs> and such, but uh, we're using it. Because the original name, the, the, the people that uh, finance the podcast and, uh, and have me employed, they came up with a name like Dan O'Toole Talking With Friends 
and become friends. It was literally a name like that. I'm like, I don't think I want that. They're like, okay, what do you think? And I said, boomsies. They said sold. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of times if you just have an idea, people will accept it, you know, because they, they, they probably aren't that confident in their idea. That's what I've learned. So just have an idea of your own and they might roll with it. I was going to, for the longest time, I had a working title of a podcast and it was going to be kind of just and Dan because it was always Jay and Dan so I'd have a blank and oh. Dan. That's a, I, I would have liked that too. That's that's pretty good. But what but would have the, to explain it to people? Yeah, what would the pronunciation be? Would people say blank out loud or would they just call it and Dan? You know, they're, I suppose Exactly. Some and some of the commercials there were some pretty funny ones, but they didn't know if uh I would take offense because we had a uh, an advertising firm write up these commercials. And one of them was, I'm at a news conference and every question's about Jay. They're like, so is Jay really tall? Oh, do you have any stories about Jay? And I'm like, this is, this is, this is a news conference about me. So they actually wrote to me and they're like, oh, Dan, I don't know if we want to do this because it is your podcast. I'm like, well, Jay's always going to be a part of my life. So I thought it was pretty funny. They're like, well, then we might have to get like a clearance to use his name. So they just bailed on that idea. I wish they had gone with it because I would have found it very hilarious. So would Jay. Jay would have thought it was Jay, very Jay funny. Jay finds too. most things hilarious. Yeah. Maybe too many things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's an easy audience. As, uh, as he is. So. Yeah. Uh, Dan O'Toole joining us in Inside Sports. Okay. So look, thanks for doing this. Let, let's go back uh, about a year now. Mm-hmm. And you, I mean, look, people know your career. I, I mean, I first met you when you were doing Fort McMurray Oil Barons play-by-play, but clearly on a national stage, you're on TSN. As you mentioned, you and Jay get to go to LA for, for four years. Uh, it's much. You mean uh, when we sold out, we sold out. You, yes. Well, I didn't want to say it. <laughs> and then you had the, uh, the much ballyhooed return to Canada and you guys are doing great. And then, I, I mean, I got to ask you, you're, you're one of the most prominent names in Canadian sports broadcasting. And then one day, uh, somebody comes and tells you, well, Dan, we're not going to employ you anymore. Yes. So, um, yeah, that was a tough one. The worst part about it was you get an email in the morning saying you're needed on a business future business decision conference call. So I sent that email heading to a buddy who had got fired the previous week. He's like, yeah, that's not a good email to get. So you're waiting around all day knowing what's happening. I'm like, can't they just call you and let you know? So that happened, yeah, um, a year ago last week. So that was a year ago on Wednesday. And so I had to figure out what I was going to do. I talked to to former bosses in the business, and they're like, yeah, you're probably done. And I'm like, what? So now, that was, was there- kind of hard. That was just, hard to hear. Let me just jump in for a sec. Sorry. Yep. Was there any part of what they told you about your termination that you found adequate or? It was business. It, you know was, what I mean? like, like, it was a generic phone call. They're reading off a script said, uh, we have no problems with your performance, your work. This is strictly a business decision. And then they hand it off to HR. And then they say, we're going to wipe your phone in five minutes. So whatever you need from it, you better get now. And I'm like, (laughs) I I barely know how to log into my phone. So I'm panicking. I'm like, what do I do? So, yeah, that was nerve wracking for five minutes. I figured it out. I backed it up in the cloud. But, yeah, they said business decision. And then uh, go figure out your life, essentially. So, 
that's what I was forced to do to kind of reinvent myself. Did you watch uh, Jay's uh, message that night? I mean, to you and a couple others uh, where he was quite I tearful? I did. Yeah. I was I was tearing up too. I was watching it uh, actually at Brian Bickle's house because uh, that was on after the Super Bowl. So, And I knew it was going to be tough for him because he'd be taking heat from people. And some people still to this day, they're like, are you mad Jay didn't leave his job too? I'm like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> yeah. Guys, I'm stepping away from my contract, even though I needed to pay my mortgage and feed my kids, but I'm stepping away. And then I would say to Jay, well, that was dumb. Now we're both unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> so I always have to remind people, and they seem to think like I'm, I'm mad at Jay. They're like, well, do you guys still get along? I'm like, Jay didn't fire me. Jay and I still talk every single day. He listens to the podcast and sends me parts that he liked. I'm like, Jay's always going to be part of my life. We've yeah. never had a fight in our entire lifetime of working together. And we've worked together since 2004. Yeah. Well, I, but I, yeah, the, the, the misconceptions go around, right? So you were the, course. yeah, of course. But, uh, yeah, but, well, I, but, uh, but no, see, I should make that. I should say I'm really pissed. He didn't quit his job. Yeah. For the first time ever on inside sports, just, <laughs> just give it to him. This was your chance to step away from him, Dan. What were you thinking? <laughs> Finally sever the relationship. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing that. I mean, I, I, I don't want to take you back to, uh, well, I did it. I, I mean, I I got to ask oh, the that's, question. Oh, that's but, part you know, of the take, story take, now. Well, it is. It is. It is part of the story. And hey, like yeah. <laughs> we all we all deal with the uh, with the ups and downs of the career. Now, getting back into the podcast, did you have any reluctance or nerves to do it, or thinking like, ah, how am I going to come across now? I'm doing this when I used to have this other job. I mean, what was that part of it like? Well, in essence, I kind of put out feelers. This past summer, when on Instagram, I started this project called Danitized, where I'm like, I'm unemployed right now, and I'm being paid for a, a certain set of months. So I'm also put some good karma out into the world. So I sent out a message. I said, people, if you own a business, if you've got a product, and you're having problems getting it out the door because stores are closed, send it to me. I'll do a little Instagram video for you. So I thought I'd get like two or three products. I got like close to 100 products. And what I found was, first off, there's amazing products you've never heard of in Canada. And then once I started doing it, I loved it. And I, I didn't half-ass it, and I probably should have, because I ended up doing 30 or 40 of them where I was editing all day on these things. I went from not being able to edit a single video to editing a minute and a half of video with music, with voiceovers, everything. So I'm like showing it to my kids, and we're making tweaks. And they're like, Dad, you don't have to put nice much work into it. I'm like, but I want to. I want to make it look good. <laughs> so what that did was it kind of reinvigorated me. And I'm like, I still have some creative juices in me. So that's when I started thinking about doing a podcast. And then uh, then these guys came calling. They said, hey, we want to work together. What do you want to do? And I said, how about a podcast? They said, sure. And they said, do whatever you want. And I you're said, doing it. You're you're a gambling site, so do I have to, like, you don't have to talk about that. We want you to do what you want to do. And I'm like, really? So we've uh, done four episodes so far, haven't got a single show note, haven't got a single suggestion, haven't heard from a single boss. And when I do hear from them, it's just to say, love it. Numbers are great. We love the message you're putting out there. And I'm like, 
am I in another world? Because this has never happened in my entire life where I'm allowed to do what I want and not have any repercussions. I can talk about products or businesses in Canada and products I don't like and try to help them and not get a call from a boss saying, you can't say that about them. I'm not, again, bashing products. I'm just saying, hey, here, I'm here to help. So it's been very liberating at the age of 46 to, to work for someone where they give me absolute total free reign. Which is awesome. And I'm yeah, glad, I'm glad you're is. loving life and loving doing it. I mean, that's yeah. that feeling of freedom, I think, is is very important. And, I, and I'm yes. glad you and I'm glad you have that. And I, and I have that a lot in my job, too, which is which is pretty cool. Um, do, do you ever what do you miss, if anything? And you can't say Jay outside of Jay. What, do you miss anything about the highlight show or is that format? I mean, I think there's a different relationship now between the audience and highlight shows because of the internet and you can go on Twitter and there's a little video box of the mm-hmm. play of the day. Like, you know, how do you feel about at least for now, not being in that format anymore? I miss doing highlights and I never won an award, never nominated for an award, but I think I was pretty damn good at doing highlights mm-hmm. and I love doing that. I put a lot of work into that and you said, I, I wasn't allowed to mention Jay, but that was, of the show where Jay and I, our main goal was just to make each other laugh. And I pointed to this in a previous podcast from 2017 up until 20, whenever they fired me last year, 2021, those four years were the best shows we've ever done. Like I look back at the old clips where they've got uh, the top 10 before we went to LA. I cringe. I cringe at that stuff. I'm like, we were not, (laughs) we were not good. And people are like, Oh, that was hilarious. I'm like, no, it's not. Like we matured a lot with our humor and it got more absurd, but it got funnier to us. Like never in those old shows was I in tears laughing, but at least once a week in the last four years, we would be in tears. Jay too. Like we couldn't talk. Producer Tim would be in our ear saying, you need to talk. This is a sports show. And we're on the ground laughing. And I'd never had that. So yeah, I miss that. I don't miss the hours. The earliest I ever got home in the last 22 years was 2 a.m. Right. Yeah. So now I'm like, I'm racing my kids to bed. I'm like, I'm going to be in bed by 10. They're like, uh, no. So I'm like, but I want to be. It's great. Because I've never had that. Getting up at early hours, like I'm up at 7, 8 a.m. And I'm like, wow, the rest of the world is up at this time? Yeah. This is so weird. Well, I'll tell you what, Dan, uh, the only bad thing about this interview is that it has to end. Oh. It, it is it is awesome to catch up with you. We're not going to do a rapid fire or anything? I, I, I want to have you on again. Let's let's okay. do something sooner rather than later, and uh, the, then we'll really bash on right in that one. We just yes. we pulled a lot of punches today. But, hey, honestly, uh, you got a great basement. you got a great podcast, and uh, you're, you continue to be a great story. Thank you so much for coming on the show. By the way, can I point out, I believe in my first show I ever did with Jay, I said his last name wrong. <laughs> because I said on rate. Well, it looks that way. And then he's like, are we going to fix that? Uh, uh, 
So that's a little tidbit. <laughs> uh, right on. Dan O'Toole, great to catch up with him. Inside Sports on Chet. Mitch Marner in overtime. The Maple Leafs beat the Hurricanes 4-3. The Senators win on home ice 4-1 over the New Jersey Devils. Those were the only two games in the NHL tonight. Great to have Dan O'Toole on the show. Man, oh man, uh, he's loving life. Coming to us from his basement in Orono, Ontario. I think I said that properly. I don't know. Uh, Oilers tomorrow. Bob Stoffer has Oilers now from noon to 2. I will join you for the face-off show at 5.30. The game is at 7 against the Vegas Golden Knights. Mike Smith back in net. Miko Koskinen goes into COVID protocol. Thanks to Dave Campbell. He's the producer of the show. Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer today. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening. Take care. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.